Hello, welcome to the first Sports to Life podcast. I'm here with Ant Maguire. Hi Dan, how are you? And uh, this first podcast is just a chance for us to um, talk about really why we've started this programme and to answer some questions that parents might have about what the programme is and, and what it's all about. So we're going to jump straight in and we're going to talk about what Sports Life actually is as a concept to start with. So Ant, do you want to... Yeah, so basically Sports to Life is um, a programme that's been brought together to bring not only physical activity um, together on its own, but with uh, mindfulness and teaching the kids about life skills. So it's not just one programme for the physical activity, it's about thinking about um, things um, as well with some intentions behind it, not just doing, but thinking. Yeah, and um, one of the things that we want to try and combine is this element of fun and play with um, some of the more heavy things like mindfulness and life skills. So whilst you might have some programmes that are focused primarily on play and physical activity, but don't maybe neglect some of the deeper stuff like mindfulness and life skills and the deeper teachings around um, the kind of mental well-being of children, we're looking to kind of combine the two. Um, so yeah. The next question that we thought parents might have is, is uh, who is it delivered by? So who are we and why are we sat here talking about this course? What gives us the right to take your children for how many hours is it all together? Yeah. Air and off, yeah. yeah. Over 12 weeks. weeks, long time. What gives us the right to do that? So, and Yeah, well, basically from my background of working in the primary school setting and delivering PE to the, to the schools um, for over 15 years now, um, I think I've taken on board um, a lot of things and learnt a lot of things from the children that were attending back then and, and, and now. And I've noticed even though there is more sport and awareness of sport, there is also more children that um, are lacking that physical um, health, um, which wasn't there before because children were maybe out playing, whereas now they're on the games consoles and, 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 and very sedentary. So. With that in mind, um, with all that creates with the physical activity um, or, or lack of it, um, the children will become more obese. obese. And, and, and as well as that, we've noticed the mental side of, 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 of um, children now, with their mental well-being um, declining through things like confidence and uh, resilience. Yeah, so have you noticed a difference in the way children... Um, are within the classes that you run? Have you noticed more children are kind of averse to to getting involved, or a few more children lacking confidence in certain scenarios? How yeah, is that actually? Absolutely, a lot more children are very timid now when they're coming to lessons. They're not if they don't want to do something because they're afraid of getting it wrong and failing. Um, which, like I say, is, is we we all learn from from failure, um, and it's something that children have to be. Um, I suppose sort of encouraged to do because without failing you never succeed so I've seen a lot of that and not only that um, children just give up so so easily they, right, they yeah. don't tend to um, stick it out if they don't quite master a skill um, first time it's like oh that's it I can't do it so mm-hmm. um, I feel that um, what we can do with the program that we're looking to to promote and um, cover over these next 12 sessions is going to help children and benefit them with this. Yeah, so that moves on to the next uh, question here is how will it benefit my children or my child? So, 
Um, Anne's just touched upon a few things there, but we actually cover 10 different themes throughout the 12 weeks. Um, so they are directing focus, which is aimed at um, improving concentration and attention span, handling pressure, it's all about composure and stress management and calmness. Thinking team, which is a session that looks at collaboration, cooperation and building relationships. Facing failure, um, which is what Ants just mentioned there, about resilience, determination and grit. Um, choosing an approach, so in this session we look at how um, you can have a different approach around how assertive you are and taking risk and being bold, or perhaps a more passive defensive stance and playing safe and being cautious how that relates to sports, but also to life. Um, cultivating patience, so this is all about um, discipline and perseverance, um, very important in, in sports and in life. Um, practicing thankfulness, gratitude and appreciation, huge, it's kind of a bit of a buzzword at the moment, gratitude, but um, hugely important. Uh, managing your body, this is all about posture, body language, non-verbal communication, how we use our bodies to communicate. Um, so that's another session we have. Uh, thinking ahead, this one's about organisation, planning and preparation. Um, and then the last one will be dealing with change, which is flexibility and adaptability, and also touches on some resilience as well. So how will it benefit your child? Well, first of all, they'll get um, a good level of input on those 10 key areas, which we think, after much uh, research and, and deliberation, are probably the most important things to teach uh, our children. But also, we will do this in a way that, that is, is not us kind of telling them what we think they need to know or sitting them down in a classroom, making them sit still and read books and regurgitate information. We're teaching them experientially. Yeah, so they get to learn. So we'll, we've actually come up with specific scenarios and tasks and games that teach them these lessons. So as an example, in, let's say, handling pressure, We'll, um, we'll create scenarios where we'll perhaps change the odds in a, in a specific game where um, they're perhaps outnumbered by another team and, and just and all these types of things, but also relaying back all the time to that to that key learning and drawing that distinction or those those parallels with with um, everyday life all the time um, because there is that there is that link between what goes on in sports and in games and what happens. In um, in life, and it, and it's not just about obviously the program is not just about children. It's about the parents getting involved as well. It's that full, full cycle. We want we want to talk about this with the parents, and it's not just a case the children coming and attending the sessions, doing them, and then going home. It's about them doing the sessions, taking on board what's being said, having fun at the sessions, but then also going back and speaking to the parents and thinking, well, how can I relate this to our daily lives? What can I implement in our daily lives? Our daily routine to make us aware of the, the things that we've, we've been working on. Yeah, and that's, um, that's one of the, the key things that um, kind of sets Sports to Life apart really from other programmes is that one of the things we do is involve parents as much as we can. So we have key sessions where we engage your parents directly. We have a course handbook which parents are asked to, uh, to go through with their children to reinforce learning. Um, so yeah, it's very much aimed at the parent as well. Um, so yeah, that's a good point. And um, another question that we thought people might have is, how does it differ to other sports or mindfulness classes? Um, so we've touched upon this already, but the difference here is that we're not just purely a sports or physical activity club or session, and we're also not just a mindfulness 
or kind of um, mental well-being session either. We're, we're combining the two. Um, and what, we've, what we recognise is that children learn primarily through experience and through play. So we... I know, I know, sorry to interrupt there, Dan. I know I was, that was very much how I learned, really, as doing something rather than being told how to do it. I, I learned better as that kinesthetic-type learning rather than um, being told what to do and having a chance of experiencing it for myself and then it, it goes in. Yeah, it definitely, that's definitely more effective on a method of learning. And that's how we take information um, and turn it into understanding. No, it becomes understanding within our bodies. But um, we also kind of take advantage of, of a time when children are relaxed and in that playful mode and when their guard's down as well. So we can get these key bits of information into children and start sowing these seeds at a time when they're, when they're open to them. Absolutely. Often the classroom environment is kind of... It's, it's often against what children naturally want to do, and there's a level of resistance there. So we do that. Um, but we, uh, as Ants also touched on, we we cover all learning styles. So if a child is more of an auditory learner or visual learner, we we cover that. If a child is more of a traditional learner, we have the course handbook and we have um, we have a whiteboard and we have some tasks that we can do using pen and paper. Then we also have um, the kinesthetic side of it, which is going to you know around all the physical tasks in the game so we cover all learning styles um, and also we have the extra resources with the course handbook which is quite extensive yeah. and gives children Absolutely. a chance to reinforce that learning and, and work with their parents th through that as well that's the idea for the parents to, to come on board as well with, it, with us and, and like help, it, help, help us help yeah. them basically and help each other um, that's, what, that's what it's about um, th there's this other thing, Ant, that me and you spoke about when we were kind of discussing the whole concept months ago now, and it's around this idea that we played sports growing up, yeah. and we definitely got a lot from it, but the learning that we took from sports was, was often implicit, like no one told us when we were going to football every week that we were, we were learning about teamwork, we were learning to be more collaborative and cooperative, yeah. and in fact a lot of the time I saw the opposite, I saw a lot of a lot of people being individuals, being selfish, yeah. focused on competition, trying to stand out. Yeah. Um, and you could apply that to lots of other areas within sports where whilst it's easy to to assume that these lessons will be learned in a, in a certain way, um, without that intention behind those teachings, doesn't always transpire that way. And would, would you agree with that? No, absolutely. Uh, from my experience, like growing up and playing playing sport at a fairly high level, um, it's always been been like that. Really, you always go out there to work with your teammates, but at, at the end of the day, it's about your development as an individual. You want to get as high as you can personally. Um, so, f for me, um, it, it is a, it is a case of coming away from that a little bit and, and thinking about what is team and and maybe thinking well if i help someone that's going to benefit me not just thinking well if i don't pass them and i score this chance um yeah it might make me feel great and, and at that point point but it's not it's not helping um yeah. the overall as a team yeah and and i often speak about this kind of this knife edge that that these things often sit on where you you can go either way sports and physical activity can be a breeding ground for building up confidence and resilience within children 
quite easily be the opposite. I mean, how many children do you know that sports puts the fear of God into them? Uh, absolutely, and, and I think the thing is as well, a lot of children, um, uh, definitely from, from years gone by, I know when I was play, when I was at, at primary school and we were teaching or we were taught uh, physical education, it was a case of, right, there you go, have a game and play, and it was only a naturally gifted or naturally... Um, sportsmen and, and girls and women that 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 came to the forefront straight away because they maybe had those skills to start with but other children don't have those skills to start with they maybe haven't done anything mm. beforehand so it's about teaching those skills yeah. first rather than just saying right there you go have a game and that then that person yeah. feeling really bad when they haven't got it but deep down they've never had experience of that I, I remember before. reading something came from like the olympic committee and it was all about um, the intentions of the Olympics and how it's all about inclusivity and diversity, but elite sports can can be perceived as the exact opposite of that. And a lot of children do have that mm. have that feeling when they go into a competitive sporting environment where it doesn't feel very inclusive. Mm. And actually, the people that perform the best often, you know, rise to the top and 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 what have you. So we explore some of these things. Um, we obviously have some element of competition within the sessions, but um, a lot of it is about how, um, even if you're not able to rise to the top or win in a competition, how do we use it as a as a opportunity to learn? Yeah. Um, and how do we participate in that in that meaningful way? That, uh, anyway, um, a few practical things then, and how long are the sessions? So the sessions are over one and a half hours uh, long. Um, for the younger age group, um, for the not for is nine o'clock, so that's the five to eight year old is the nine to ten thirty, and then for the older age group, the nine to thirteen, that's ten thirty to twelve. And uh, how much is it? It's free. I'm going to pay anything. And the, you can't say m many things um, like that, can you, <laughs> in life now? Um, and and yeah, it's it's free. Yeah. I'm going to pay anything yeah. fully funded from the uh, national lottery. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of playing dumb now. Actually, fully <laughs> aware that we're lottery funded. But just so you know, you know, we've we've had to present this this project to the to the lottery, and um, they were kind enough to give us the money and believe that it was a worthwhile program and it fulfills a need within the community. So um, because of that, we've managed to get the course for free, and we only have thirty places. Yep. in each age group so um, need to move fast we're getting booked on um, and I think that's about it for now yeah that covers covers the program podcast, yeah yeah um, okay guys uh, hopefully see some of you at the sports alive sessions and uh, take care cheers